And we are live on You Took It Too Far. Welcome back. Charlie Clark here as always. And with me, my co-host and good friend, Nate Miley. How you doing, Nate? I'm good. I'm good. Charlie, how you doing? I'm excited. Yeah. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the first episode of You Took It Too Far that you're hearing where I'm using an actual big boy microphone. Yeah, hopefully you can tell a difference. Hopefully this sounds nice. As far as we can tell, it's it's a it's an improvement. Yeah, I, it better be anyway because I would hate for people to be like, oh no, no difference. Yeah. <laughs> After the hassle I went through with having to do a rebuy on the cord because the guy that I bought it from sold me a faulty cord apparently. Yeah, that was a bit of a, a headache that we were dealing with for a while last week, and we've had a couple headaches to start today's episode. It's been. Do you want to tell the listeners about why we are uh, over an hour late on starting recording? Um, Chegg. <laughs> I blame Chegg. Yeah. It, okay. Well, explain to me what Chegg is. Um, Chegg. Or can you is... explain what Chegg is without uh, incriminating yourself with the University of Toledo? Um, no. Chegg is a homework guide. Guide. Um, you can look at textbook solutions and such on there. You pay a monthly subscription and uh, you can get a little help with uh, your schoolwork here and there. And uh, Chegg is kind of fucking me in the ass right now, to put it lightly. So you're paying for this service and like you're not getting the help that you need, basically, is what you're saying. I'm not getting it in a timely manner is what I'm my biggest problem is right now. But, you know, that's you in like 30 seconds. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's besides the point, though. <laughs> Uh, well, how was your week, man? I haven't talked to you in a week. It's I'm back in Fremont. You're still in Toledo. I'm recording from a closet room in Fremont, Ohio, undisclosed. <laughs> An undisclosed closet room in Fremont, Ohio. Yeah, I haven't seen you in this closet room since uh, my first episode on here. Because I want to say episode eight, my first episode, you were still in the uh, in the closet. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> nope uh out of the closet then i was in my brother's den when we were that's that's I was right i sitting for my brother very okay. unlike the closet room that i'm in now last time i saw you in the closet room was when we we had a zoom meeting just you me and a couple of the guys got into a call and we're just bsing for a while that's what i'm remembering then yeah that was uh that was when everyone was shut down we were still like in the midst of the original quarantine and we just wanted to get on to hear each other's voices, see each other's faces. And I did uh, three takeout margaritas from uh, Costa Fiesta here in town. I had myself a hell of an evening. They, they can do some margaritas, not at Casa. Okay, here's my thing with Casa margaritas. If you're from Fremont, you can pitch in on this. If you're not, I'm sorry. But the thing with Casa Margs is they're technically terrible margaritas. But they're boozy. But they, you can drink one Casa Fiesta margarita for every two that you can drink at right. a normal. The, the, and don't get me wrong, the second one, less, it'll, it, it's going to taste better. Right. But you can drink one. If you can fight through one Casa Mar, <laughs> it's like, what is this? Just lime juice and tequila? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With ice, too. Yeah, don't ice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they do the trick. I did, I did three of them that night, but we were just BS and on zoom, nothing to talk about. Reminds me of what we're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> that was, um, that was the night that Zach discovered how to use zoom. And, uh, he made his background some, some funny, some funny images and changed his name to something even funnier. Can we tell that story? I mean, I mean, he has the job now. Yeah, he, and he did make it. He got, he got voted into the union. So, Okay, well, let's tell the story, and if we have to take it out, we'll take it out. All right. So we're in the uh, we're in the Zoom uh, hangout that we're talking about. Uh, we're all knocking back drinks. Uh, I was drinking the aforementioned Casa Fiesta Marks, and Zach, uh, our good friend Zach, was trying to be funny, and he changed his name on Zoom to what was it? I think it was Zach uh, Big Penis Baker. Yeah, I believe it was Zach Big Penis Baker. Very unique, very original, and uh, maybe well, the, the, the background, the, the the background image is what really sold it. Um, and it's kind of hard to describe the meme image, but uh, it is an image of a large, large African American man with a massive, massive penis. <laughs> um, 
just sitting on a God, sitting I wish on a you bed. wouldn't have brought that up. That has nothing to do with the story. But it was st- it was still on his background. Wait, in the meeting? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so it makes so, it that much better. So yeah, he was using that very popular meme image that everyone's seen online, and then he had his name as Zach Big Penis Baker, and then he was trying to get into a union for his uh, job, and he forgot that he didn't change from yeah. that Zoom meeting. So he logged on to a very important meeting where people were going to be judging him. <laughs> Zach Big Penis Baker. Yeah, with that image behind his head. What 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 an entry. <laughs> he got it. They they it, it went over well. Yeah, they're probably like this kid's got spunk and charisma. I like him. <laughs> yeah. This we'll is a guy we need. around. Yeah. You funny. Uh, You're a funny guy, you. <laughs> um, but you're lucky I haven't I haven't messed with my settings so far because we'd be halfway through a Zoom meeting and I could throw up a, a massive um ah uh, big <laughs> big pee pee behind me. <laughs> yeah, I mean you could, but it would just I mean no one's seeing it besides me. Yeah, that's the point. Just to Oh, that, would, you. that wouldn't throw me off my rhythm, man. I got more. I'm too professional for that. All right. You're used to it by now. <laughs> You've seen it all in the industry. <laughs> when they say they'll do anything, they really don't. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of the industry, I did stand-up for the first time last night. Uh, yeah. in almost a year. Maybe even a year. Go well? Miserable. Okay. <laughs> Miserable experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh no it was terrible man i get down there it was at bar 1868 if anyone's listening to this this is not on the fault of bar 1868 this bar in town more than accommodating super nice all the people that work there super friendly help you out with anything you need great people thanks for letting us perform there but the crowd that was in there when we got in there to start the show was not a comedy crowd. They had no idea that a comedy show was going to happen. So you just have a bunch of college kids the day before a statewide curfew goes into place, drinking like it's the end of the world. Right. And then you got some kid, who long hair, mask, grabbing a mic, man. Okay, so we're going to start a comedy show now? <laughs> like, no like, fuck you! Like, everyone's yelling at him and booing and throwing shit and so the crowd was well warmed up when you got up there. I, oh, they were they were lubricated. Uh, <laughs> yeah, three guys went before me. I closed out the show, and oh my god, I I tried to keep their attention. I just tried to you know like tri- you know steamroll through my act. Right. But I had this table in the corner, right next to me, and I knew they were going to be a problem because they were being loud for the other performers. So the first thing I said. First thing I opened with, I was like, hey, how's everyone doing tonight? And I was like, I love this table right here. And I pointed to him. I was like, this table here looks like the Last Supper painting. But if instead of bread, they passed around HPV. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you started out just ripping into these people. Uh, yeah. and then Just that to sh- kind of check them? And that shut them up. Yeah, there you go. Put them in place. For a couple minutes. <laughs> so I had to do that like three separate times. There was a guy in the back. Uh, that was doing like the, I can't, I can't do it, but like the whistle where you put your, yeah. you know, the really loud whistle. And he was yeah. fantastic at it, but you don't do that during a comedy show. So he did that to me twice. I was like, get a load of this guy. He thinks he's at the fucking Perina dog show back there. Get, <laughs> like <laughs> that. And then that got him. And then, uh, and then there was another guy that came in, uh, shouts to Rex at the U shop. If anyone is in the Oxford area listening to this, they know who Rex is. He's this guy that runs this little, uh, like, beer stop in town, right? And he sell. let me just put it this way, he'll sell to anybody that comes in to buy alcohol. Um, They're a very non-discriminatory place, uh, which is why people love them, especially freshmen. And right. <laughs> he walks in in the middle of my set. He walks into the bar. So all these freshman kids, drunk, were like, Rex is here! And they start yelling. While I'm in the middle of a punchline, man. Uh. Okay, and then I, uh, I was like, and then I was like, okay, I have to address this. I was like, 
Rex is here, everybody. Give him a round of applause. Get him a drink, blah, blah, blah. And I did that. And I let them all get it out of their system. And I was like, okay, we're good. And then I get through a couple more jokes going off pretty well. And then I just hear three girls saying, I love you, Rex. I love you. As he was like getting his drink. And I was like, I love you too, Rex. I love you so much. I wish you'd sit down and shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you were doing like more crowd management than actually like trying to get through your set that and that was the problem is like every couple minutes i had to check the crowd right and then i th- the last time i did it it was the same table that i started with mm-hmm. uh, and they were again i heard a back and forth right you know in my corner of my ear man when i'm trying to perform and yeah. then i just turned to him i was like what's the what's the barroom debate tonight what do, what's going on over here what, what's so important <laughs> and they were like we're trying to decide how many more tequila shots to get. And I was like, well, the safe money says no more than you've already had. <laughs> and then that got a, and then, and then I was able to finish. But by that, by, by that time, right. I was so dejected, it was just terrible. Well, how did the, um, how the, the guys do that were ahead of you that, that started out the night? Were they okay. Well, that, that's. Except that's, for one that's... guy. So there's one guy that does, um, uh, I don't want to mention his name. Um, but he does jokes that some could be found on the internet uh, and then the other half are just dirty. So okay. that played well to that crowd. Right. Well, because I would say like, I'm not saying I write smart jokes by any means. Like I'm not trying to be smart on stage, but right. like you, you do have to listen to the words I'm saying. Yeah. You like you can't just gonna... wait for the, 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 the loud, funny word. Right. I don't have. have... There's no loud, funny words, really, in my act. It's all, yeah. like, jokes and punchlines, so. Right. But uh, just to, I don't want to take up too much time talking about such a bad uh, experience, but <laughs> uh, I do want to thank the people that came up to me after the show. That was nice. There was a guy named Will. He came up to me. He's a really nice guy, complimented me on my set, and then talked to me about comedy for a few minutes. And, and then there were a group of young women that were sitting at a table in the back of the bar being totally polite watching the show. They came up to me after, complimented me as well. So I really appreciated that. That really makes it – I mean, even after you have, like, a really terrible show, if people come yeah. up to you, you know, like, a, like these group of girls or this guy – and you know complimented me and said they had a good time you know that that made it worth it right there putting up sounds like you made the best out of a a shitty situation (laughs) but yeah it was was certainly shitty it was a really shitty crowd to go back to for the first time doing stand-up in like a year well it depends on how you look at it maybe uh (laughs) i would have just rather had an attentive audience (laughs) yeah yeah i guess but you know maybe next time you go back things will be uh i'll never go back there again okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no i probably won't have the opportunity that was a uh you, there's a comedy club through miami uh that i'm no longer in and that's usually how they book those shows oh just oh, crack pardon, it just crack it over. Pardon, pardon me sorry <laughs> what do you what do you got there guinness yeah guinness 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 my goodness guinness um uh no but that's like a uh club run thing so i probably won't be invited back the only reason i got to do it is because my buddy was running the show this time Shouts to uh, Joe Delaney. Yeah, well, you know, you never know. Could come back. I'm going to start bouncing up to Cincy. Hopefully, by the time I get back down to Oxford, uh, the coronavirus will be better. I don't, I don't even, you know what I mean? Or probably nah. not, but uh, even it's only it's only looking like it's getting worse. Even still, there's uh, open mics, socially distanced open mics in Cincy. Cincinnati surprisingly has maybe the largest amateur comedy scene in America outside of like actual, you know, like New York or. Well, you're right around the corner. Yeah. It's like a 45 minute drive. Yeah. So, and you know, if you plan it out right, you could easily do two, three sets a night in Cincy, you know, worth a 45 minute drive. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Chuck, how, how was your drive back to Fremont? Cause I know that's a, I know that's a, dude. I know that's a haul. It, well, okay, yeah, it's like three and a half hours, right? But what makes it even longer is I have some of the worst goddamn road rage. <laughs> oh, I'm, <laughs> I, no, I know. I, I, I keep it too. contained when other people are in the car. When I'm, I'm the guy that's like, roll down your window. <laughs> yeah, right. Roll it down. You want to yeah. talk to me? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I yeah. get like, I get angry at people. I'm like yelling at people a lot. Yeah. I'd say I'm I'm pretty similar in that regard. I don't know why. Something about 
something about being on the road makes me feel violent. Not like I'm gonna, <laughs> not like I'm gonna, you know, run people over, but just something about it just makes my blood pressure go up. Well, I drive. I'm not a, a speed driver or anything like that. Like, so I, most of the time, if someone's bothering me, it is their fault because I, I just sit, yeah. I just sit in the right lane on cruise control. Usually, you know, like if I'm going up 75 on my way back to Fremont, I go 75 miles per hour. Just sitting on cruise control. It's a 70 speed limit. I do 75. Sit in the right lane. And then if people like start bouncing around me and shit and then like look at me, I'm like, this is not me. This right. is you. This is your fault. Right. Calm it down. Calm it down, big boy. Just relax. They like give me the fingers and, uh, and I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. No, I don't know why. I don't know if it's an Ohio thing, but since I've been in Toledo, like Toledo like breeds bad drivers. I feel like you have to be a risk taker to get on the road up here. Do you did something happen? Not recently, but I can uh, thinking about it now. Just I I don't know if I ever told you the story, but I, I want to say it was over the summer. It was probably June, July. Um, so one, it's hot and everybody gets pissed off pretty quick. Right. Um, uh, but this, I was on my way to work, and this guy is bobbing and weaving through you know two lane traffic, you know, just back and forth, going cutting cars off, and he cuts me off. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So pull up to a red light and I ride his ass the whole way there. And I get about an inch, I'd say an inch between our bumpers, just as close as I could. And this dude starts, he, you know, sticks his head out his window, starts yelling, hollering back at me. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's, you know, he's like, what, why the hell you want my ass? And I said, cause you don't know how to fucking drive idiot. And uh, that didn't, he didn't like that too much. He was like, <laughs> He was like, man, shut the fuck up, pussy. I said, get out your car and make me. So I fucking, <laughs> so I opened my door um, because I was, you know, I was pissed off and I was ready. <laughs> you got your chain wrapped around your knuckles too there? You. <laughs> well, I don't know if this played into it at all. Um, and I, I don't want to say that it might have, but I was wearing my uniform. Which oh, oddly God. looks similar to a police officer's uniform. Yeah, this guy probably thought he was doing the world a favor. So when I <laughs> I opened my car door and I was still screaming at him, calling him whatever, and then he fucking like he got a good look as I was standing outside my car and he fucking you know took skirted off. off skirted the fuck off. He's like, I'm not getting arrested over this. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know, tensions during that time the summer was uh was rough with uh social justice issues and whatnot. Um, as far as people hating the police, and I just so happened to look like a police officer that day. I don't know if that had anything to do with the outcome, but I was ready to fucking scrap over this fucking idiot. You don't look like a police officer. You look like a guy who found a police officer's uniform. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> Uh, it's uh yeah it's not uh you don't exactly look like the clean cut type of guy that's rolling out of a cruiser at 7 a.m to go get some duncan fine by me <laughs> i'm gonna keep it that way um i don't think they let you have earrings in the force right <laughs> <laughs> well if anybody that's listened um to multiple episodes will will have heard my firm stance on <laughs> police <laughs> we, yeah we've gotten that thank you nate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to remain neutral to appease to as many listener listeners as possible. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just got a shirt. I'm doing this. I'm practically in Harry Potter's bedroom. <laughs> I got clothes falling on me. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. It's, it's fun. It's fun being up here, man. The people, they don't give a fuck. Well, it's just cities in general, right? I mean, yeah. Like any city you're going to go to, the drivers are going to be crazy. The people yep. crazy. The worst that can happen if you like uh, cut in front of somebody in Fremont, it's just like a guy going to be hopping off of his tractor <laughs> and giving you a discerning face. That's like the worst. Might throw some slurs at you. you yeah, they'll do that, but that just that's, comes with the territory of driving a tractor. <laughs> you re, like you remember when people would drive their tractors to school? Yeah. I don't know if that's just an Ohio thing 
or like a Northwest Ohio thing, but like it's a any shitty state thing. <laughs> I got a lot of friends that went to Old Fort, and Old Fort had a bring your tractor to school day or drive your tractor to school day. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, we had the occasional, you know, pull up in the tractor. We didn't have a dedicated day. No, I think that's more just like a, uh, like, uh, one day a year, it's like, oh, mom had to go get a physical. So just right. that's the one car. Drive the tractor into that. That'd be like me coming out of Ballville and my fucking dad's John Deere riding lawnmower. Be like, ah, uh, you know, parents had to use the cars today. I decided to use my dad's fucking riding lawnmower. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it was a little, I would say more than recently in Fremont, uh, not in, it was starting to get a little bit different by the time we were 16, but just having a car. Right. You no, know, we're not one of these high schools where everyone guaranteed had a car. Yeah. It was a lot of ride hitching mm-hmm. in Fremont. A lot of uh, 74 people packed into a back of a Chevy S10. <laughs> Never well, I didn't have my own car. Right. Yeah. I drove my my pop's car when I could, and any other yep. time and I was I was hopping in the the passenger seat of the Jimmy. Except, and you do, you were lucky to get to use your uh, dad's car. Yeah, no, I was. You know, it. You know, it's just like a lot of people don't even. You know, that might be stuck at their parents' work or whatever all day. So, right. Um, but yeah, how many times you drive? I love seeing that. You see it more and more as you cruise up into the rural part of Ohio. Just forty-seven people in the back of a truck, and you're like, this can't be safe. <laughs> I, have uh, you ever done? Have you ever rode in the back? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There have was. You, one I've. I've never. There was one time um, in high school, I uh, I wanted Shot to give me a ride somewhere. I don't remember. Shouts where. to Jacob Shot. Yeah, I wanted him to give me a ride, and I didn't tell him that I wanted him to give me a ride. So I jumped oh, I in the back this. of I jumped in the back of his his uh the tampon on wheels, as we used to call it back in high school. Did we? I did. Okay. <laughs> That's what I called you in high school. <laughs> No, but I, I got in the back of it, and uh, I didn't tell him that I was getting a ride from him. And he he lived, you know, out in the country. Right. Like 15 so, minutes outside of town. Yeah. So I'm riding in the back. I'm laying down in the bed of his truck, and he's he gets on the bypass. <laughs> and he's doing like 65, and I'm like, I'm laying in the back, and I'm like knocking on the window. I'm like, shot, shot, please, please, you got to stop. I can't. <laughs> I can't, I can't do this, man. You gotta stop. Did he hear you? Um, he he got he 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 realized I was back there as I was frantically pounding on the window, and then he got off of the highway and <laughs> took me where I wanted him to take me. <laughs> Dude, you're so lucky that you didn't fly out of the back of that. Oh my god! Like I thought he knew. How uh, would he know? I don't know. The whole point of your story was that he didn't know, man. I didn't think he'd get on the fucking bypass. Well, that's where he lived, man. Where did you, you thought he was just going to ride by your house just to check to see if you made it home before he ended on his way back? Yeah, let's try. Yeah, yeah. Nate's lawn's looking good. Okay. Yeah, let's take it back to Vickery. Oh, Nate! Hey. No, but I've, we used to do a lot of stupid shit with his car back in high school his car he had like that white pickup truck right who shot yeah that that red rusty rusty oh yeah that's right just totally rusted out yeah i'm surprised the truck didn't fall apart with your weight in the back on the on the highway i i can remember because we for football we used to go to fort ball like every wednesday for for wing night every wednesday all you can eat wings we would cause a deficit at that place yeah and we'd piss off a lot of patrons (laughs) we came here for wing night and there's no wings the football (laughs) players ate all the wings and they won't shut the fuck up (laughs) they keep saying the n-word we have our kids here (laughs) i should say that that not us not right right Yeah, we, yeah, that's what we did back in high school. We would go into public establishments and just yell the N-word nonstop. No, that was an actual complaint, uh, though, that happened to us when we played football in high school because – Yeah, there was a meeting. There was, an, you know, plenty of African-American guys on the team, plenty of black guys on the team who, you know, used that 
as part of their, uh, you know, part of the vernacular, their vernacular. There you, that's what I was looking for. And uh, <laughs> I would just remember coach calling us into the locker room. I heard y'all are saying N word while you're eating your chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, coach. Um, we were <laughs> saying N word. <laughs> it wasn't me. I just want everyone to know. I may have been a little loud, but I was. I, I wasn't saying that. That was. <laughs> no, that was. I said that. plenty of words, but that one was not the word. I didn't that say I that used. word. <laughs> uh, that was those guys. That was not. <laughs> Oh God! No, but that now, was like you got people bitching about people yelling "fuck." Yeah. I was that guy, was, <laughs> dude. You would scream in Fortpool, and then hey, speaking of Jacob Shot, I could never, ever sit next to that guy when we were at Fortpool. Oh my God! I know what you're about to say. He is the fucking grossest eater that I've ever experienced in my life. Dis- disgusting, man. He would. This guy would eat four chicken wings and his arms would be like painted in barbecue sauce. And you're like, what, what the? F-? I'm like, are, you're not supposed to rub the wing on your forearm before you start eating the chicken, man. And he was like, I'm not. I just, I like to enjoy it. I'm like, you, you can only taste it in one place, shot. You don't have to smear it on your body before you eat the chicken wing guy. <laughs> Oh hell. Yeah, it was I had to move seats once. It's horrible. I said, Shot, I'm gonna give you three napkins. If you use up all three of these napkins while I'm eating, I'm gonna have to move, bro. He, I love the guy. I really do. Always entertaining, funny guy. Um, but god damn, was it, it it's like the chicken exploded in his hands. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? I was like, shot, you're not supposed to grab the wing as hard as humanly possible. <laughs> it, man. It's not it's not uh it's not a wild it's not a free range out in Vickery, bro. This one's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta kill this one, bro. <laughs> oh god, I could go on for hours about uh old Jacob Shot, man. Just he this guy would argue with me over the simplest <laughs> If I went up to Jacob Shaw and I said, Jake, it's supposed to be uh, 75 today. He's like, no. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> Jacob Shaw said wrong more. He should have coined that way before Trump did, bro. No shit. <laughs> Shot would say wrong. No, you're wrong. And I'm like, okay, what do you mean? He's like, it's going to be 72 and cloudy. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> splitting hairs here. <laughs> just take the door off (laughs) oh my god do you realize how ridiculous it was that our coach before meeting him made us move him into town do you realize how crazy that is yeah it was free labor it was free labor didn't even know the guy hey i'm gonna be your coach later this year come help me move Yeah, that was in like the spring. That was before. Oh yeah, summer workouts or anything. It was that was for everything. And uh, the the uh, line that Nate was referencing is when uh, we were trying to take his king size mattress out of his bedroom and load it into a truck on a Saturday morning. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just as I'm saying this, I realize how crazy it was. And then uh, we couldn't get it around the door. We couldn't get it to bend around the door from the staircase. And Jacob Shot kept on saying, "You guys are going to have to take the door off." And we're like, we're not taking the door off, shot. Yeah. Again, we're, we're children. We're not taking the fucking door off. Again, Stop. we were 16 um, years old. <laughs> moving yeah. moving a, a man's uh, king-size bed out of his house. And we ended up having to take the door off. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did take the door off, and shot was right. But it was. it's always funny to make it seem like it was an asinine idea. Well, it was asinine. It was asinine that we were there in the first place. <laughs> right. right. But we did take <laughs> the door off, and we got the mattress out. And yeah, Oh, God. Shot got to be king for a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that was no good for him. Should we talk, should we talk uh, Don Pruitt? Yeah, yeah, we can talk Don Pruitt. Don Pruitt, sponsor of You Took It Too Far. Has merch. Yeah, did you know? Did you know about the merch? I didn't know about the merch. 
I mean, I did. He was gracious enough to send me, uh, like I said in the last episode. I'm sure if you follow the socials, you would see the wonderful koozie, because everyone needs a good koozie. If you like the feeling, you don't like the feeling of cold hands and a warm beverage. That's why Don Prude is offering you the comfort of warm hands and a cold drink for just five dollars. That's right. For five dollars, you can buy yourself an official your old pal Don Pruitt beer and wine koozie. They're available in black red and camouflage if you're into that sort of thing you can find this in any <laughs> other Don, would be yeah jacob shot get a camouflage don pruitt koozie and you jacob shot if you want that camouflage uh beer and wine koozie you can find it on your old pal don pruitt.bandcamp.com your old pal don pruitt.bandcamp.com use promo code you took it too far for no discount <laughs> but who needs a discount <laughs> Who needs a discount, folks, when the prices are already so reasonable and the drinks are so cold? Don Pruitt. Hell, I could use a koozie right now. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Have Last to get I need a Don Pruitt beer and wine koozie. I have a black one. We, maybe we uh, should get you a red one to match your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing I need is a warm Guinness. Oh, uh, another thing I forgot to tell you because I didn't want to, I want to do it on air to surprise you, get an honest reaction. We have a listener question. Oh, really? Yeah, from uh, Andy in Cincinnati. Okay. Andy in Cincinnati uh, listened to last episode. If you did not listen to last episode, we got into a little bathroom talk. All right. Who's who on magazines, you know, whether or not they should be in there all that. And Andy from Cincinnati uh, said, I would like to hear you guys discuss beverages in the bathroom. Is it okay to drink coffee while shitting in the morning? And what about drinking a beer while you piss? So drinks in the bathroom. Now, let me, let me go ahead. And this might send us into a whole different debate, but here's, here's where I stand. That's fine. But yeah, go for it. I refute wholeheartedly beverages in the bathroom unless it's a shower beer. Good point. Fair. You a shower beer guy? Um, I've done like two shower beers. Um, I have done, yeah, like two two shower beers. I'm not. I don't love them. They're not anything. I don't. I don't know. For me, it's pretty therapeutic. They're good. Don't get me wrong. I, I like a shower beer, but you ever get like a little shampoo in the shower beer? Mm. <laughs> well, I and think you're the like, point can of the I, shower can I finish beer, the shower beer? Point of the shower beer is just be drunk enough that it doesn't matter what gets in the beer. <laughs> well, that's not a shower beer. That's a shower twelve pack. And then <laughs> next thing you know, your water bill is three hundred and sixty-four dollars, and you have liver cirrhosis. <laughs> Do we laugh about liver cirrhosis? <laughs> no, I mean, it's not funny, but. Well. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I have to say hard no on drinks in the bathroom. <clears throat> Except, and then here's another, but I'll tell you one, uh, I think one uh, addendum that could be made to that rule is okay. that if you're at a party, Yes, I take my drink yep. into the party so I don't lose it. It doesn't get thrown away. I'm not really – some people need to worry about getting drugged. No one wants to drug me for anything. You know? no. <laughs> but uh, Unfortunate for you, Charlie. <laughs> anything like that. You can take it into the bathroom, but probably do a, a countertop uh, placeholder yeah. on the drink. Don't, uh, don't hold yeah. it while you're – Don't put it on the tank. Don't put it on the tank. And don't sip it while you're – I don't like anything yeah. going in right and something's going out you know it's just yeah. it's unnatural so keep it keep it on the counter better yet have a friend hold it yeah <laughs> that's the official stance of you took it too far have a friend hold it um <laughs> <laughs> have a friend hold it for you in the bathroom <laughs> yep okay uh <laughs> <laughs> well um as far as uh listener interaction goes we have a few new um, reviews on Ooh, really? itunes yeah I didn't, I didn't see these. Um, you can go ahead and pull them up right now. I'd love for you to read them. Why do I have to read them? Because um, they're 
They're entertaining. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> let me uh, let me try and pull them up real quick. Yeah, and uh, thank you to Andy for uh, putting in a user question. Um, and yeah. please, more so, uh, anybody, throw one out there. We'll talk about it. Um, I, ju- I just love the idea of listener interaction, talking to the fans. Yeah, and if you want to go by a – a private name if you don't want your name out there on the the cast that's fine too all right there's three total reviews right of you took it too far one is back before nate was on the show uh may 19th 2020 five star rating says wow that harold rogers is incredible one of the best and i agree harold rogers great guy hilarious comedian but then on sunday we have one from H. Mills. The only thing that makes me happy. Five-star review. This podcast is the lone thing I have in my life that makes me happy. This year has been troubling, to say the least, and I've been so lucky to turn to you took it too far for the slightest bit of happiness in my life. That's not even, that's not even entertaining. That's just like, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, well... If this is this is all you got, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to join in on that. You know what? I'm so appreciative <laughs> of that comment. That was a wonderful review, five-star review. And then we have another one, Sunday, Douglas Diddy. Thanks, Douglas. <laughs> five-star review, awful show. <laughs> give it a listen. And he's, Douglas says, one of the worst shows I've ever listened to. And I'm pretty sure one of these guys is a convicted felon. However, I did leave this podcast on during intercourse and had the best sex of my life. So five stars. Thank you, Douglas. And, uh, <laughs> Thanks, Douglas. Congrats on the sex, bro. And who do you think uh, the felon is? Yeah, also, yeah. I'd like to hear that as well. Clearly, it's Nate, but... Okay. <laughs> All right. I will say that I've probably done more felonious activities in my lifetime than Charles, but who's to say? Uh, yeah, it's, it's up in the air. It's a coin toss on that. Um, that is a joke. If anybody important is listening. <laughs> no felonies. Okay. Uh, I do really appreciate the, uh, the sincerity of that uh, podcast or uh, the one review that says that our podcast has been a source of happiness. They both honestly sound like they're pretty sincere. Douglas had a hint of uh, a little hint of sarcasm in the review. Yeah, but <laughs> and he also said it was an awful show. That that sounds pretty sincere to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the guy doesn't sugarcoat it. Thanks, Douglas. <laughs> but he did have sex. Awful show, but give it a listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're shooting for. We can change our bio on, uh, on the socials, too. An awful show, but yeah, try it out. Give it a listen. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you might hate it. Hey, I would love to read more reviews. So please, by all means, go back online. Drop some more reviews. Drop some questions. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, any sort of interaction like that, we would love to, to discuss, you know, on air. Because those are fun to read on – because I genuinely did not look at those before uh, before the show started. And that was yeah. nice to read and also funny to read. Yeah, I, I checked them because we've been so demanding about um, reviews. We have – you know, Facebook now says we're a five-out-of-five-star show. Yeah, we have uh, a hundred people. Yeah. A little over a hundred, I think, likes and uh, follows on the old Facebooks. Yeah, which is – which is awesome. That that's a that's a big milestone, honestly. Yeah, we really appreciate that. Everyone that uh, logged on to Facebook for the first time since 2012 and pressed <laughs> like. <laughs> now do the same thing on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, hop on the Twitter sphere, leave a follow, uh, some likes on that, follow us on Instagram. Yeah, I like how we're just plugging everything. <laughs> not at the end of the show. I mean, it could be the end of the show, but we did not hit our time. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, the, the, the Facebook is cool to see that there's 100 people that uh, gave enough of a shit to, to take two seconds out of the day and click a button. <laughs> How backhanded was that? 
Oh God, I love the passive aggressiveness that we offer out to the listeners. Ugh. Oh man, my phone keeps like. Oh, the, let me just say, when I come back to Fremont, my Tinder lights up like a Christmas tree. You're and a wanted I, man. And when I'm, but no, that's what I'm saying. When I'm down at Miami, I, I might as well be the hunchback of Notre Dame down there. A, <laughs> Does that say more about you or the quality of the people that you're looking for? Well, I mean, God, I think it could go both ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm not uh I'm not totally unopposed to not being at Miami for uh a little while. It was getting a, starting to drag on me pretty heavy down there. It's a hell of a town. Well, and right now there's not a lot you can do. You right. Know? We're oh. getting to that point again anyway. Well, I mean it's, what was I mean what was happening before? But I I'd say we're on the verge of lockdown again. I really hope not. This is a difficult thing. I, I will I, I'll say from the beginning if we would have just done a full lockdown back in the spring like an actual full lockdown like a mandated like the uk did where like if you leave your house you will probably go to jail for a little bit now they don't and now they don't have they don't have corona and like i understand americans just love to do like not freedom charlie it's freedom they're like cigarettes cause lung cancer and heart disease smoke up man yeah fuck yeah this quarter pounder gives me diabetes make it a double amen this mask is gonna save my neighbor i hate my neighbor fuck him that's like that's america man and it's just like for better or for worse if we would have just been able to pull off a full lockdown for a short period of time when this thing really actually started we would not be doing this right now well charlie a lockdown is infringing on my rights as an american you have no rights to people <laughs> i love my inalienable no that's not like you don't get to carry that we say that you get to say what you say you know what I yeah. mean? like if they, if they make a rule saying otherwise that's the rule like you live here just deal deal with it if you want to if you don't like it go live somewhere else that's yeah which I know is a rhetoric that's used by people that would not agree with me on most things. So right. it could be spun both ways. The people that don't want to follow the rules and say, like, if you don't like it, leave. Why don't you follow the rules? And if you don't like it, leave, how about that? Yeah. Let's go by what it actually says. This, yeah, I'm, this yeah. uh, ridiculously old document <laughs> where they didn't even have electricity quite figured out that we still follow in the 20, 21st. That's how I feel with a lot of shit, man. It's like, I fucking hate wearing a mask, but if that's the rule, I'm going to follow it. Yeah, just be a product. It's called being a productive member of society. If they make a rule, I'm going to listen. I can bitch about it to high heaven. Right. But I'm that's still gonna... right as an American. Right. Now we that's when it becomes an American. <laughs> you can bitch as much as you want, and you're not going to get thrown in a coal shaft mine right. in the <laughs> Arctic. That's, that's the only right as an American you have. You get to complain as much as you want, and you'll never yep. have to mine anything if you don't want to. Right. That's the but, only thing that we get. But just listen. Just listen to the fucking rule. Yeah. And, and if we would have just all done it in the first place, we'd be done. I sound like every uh, mom of a, like a, like a middle school son right now. If you would have just done what I told you to do in the first place, <laughs> you wouldn't be in this position, would you? Yeah, but it's not what I thought at the time. Yeah. Well, it turned out we were right and you were wrong. So. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Charlie, I've, what, what's up? I don't have a segue into this, but I had a – I wanted to talk to you about something. We're so below segues, guy. Yeah, all right. Then fuck a segue. Here we are. I, I walk everywhere. I don't even have a segue. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a segue. My hey, joints, <laughs> my, my, my joints, my knees, my hips, they, they don't appreciate my weight. So oh, <laughs> Segway wants to shout out, uh, throw out a sponsor. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. I'd zoom around on one of them fucking things. We, but, get, uh, we get a picture of Don Pruitt right in the Segway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, what, what, go ahead. Uh, talk about what you're going to talk about. Um, so this, this should make sense from, Two guys who do a podcast, all audio, no video. Not right. yet. There's a reason, There's a reason for this. the video. There's a reason for this, though. And we think we're funny. It's a comedy show. Hopefully you think we're funny. 
Yeah, if you're tuning in. Um, so, and, and of course, there's, there's always going to be anomalies and there's always going to be uh, statistics that don't always follow suit. But I think that with people, there is um, a concrete ratio of, of attractiveness to, uh, to how funny you are. Yeah, it's true. Because um, I, yeah, I think that most people, like if you're a, te- if you're a 10 out of 10 gorgeous person, you don't need to be funny. No, there's no, there's no reason for you to be funny. And, and the world treats you differently, inherently, systematically. Yeah. And I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong, but you systematically get treated differently. Right. Better. <laughs> Better. <laughs> what worse in some ways, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of pretty people that want to argue that they're, you know, treated unfairly because of how good looking they are, you know, like they're dumb or something. I don't know. Um, if you're ugly, people are going to be like, yeah, this guy probably figured out school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't have anything else going on. He knows he's red. <laughs> well, well, it's like, and I thought about this too. It's like, if, if I was a, like a beautiful, you know, Hollywood movie star looking dude, there'd be no reason for me to, to develop comedic skills to attract people because I could rely on my looks. Is that what you've been doing all this? <laughs> <laughs> no, Charlie, I think I'm a funny guy. No, you are. I, yeah. Um, to some. <laughs> no, yeah, you're funny. And, and, uh, <laughs> no, right, thanks for listening. <laughs> I totally understand what you're saying. I totally get where you're coming from. And then I get very angry at the statistic breakers. Yeah. Who are funny and, you know, attractive, gorgeous people. It's like, what do you, why? Like, um, That's not fair. Like, uh, <laughs> Julia Louis-Dreyfus. There you go. It's, it's not fair. Or, uh, uh, or Kyle. <laughs> who? who? Our, our buddy Kyle. Oh yeah. Our buddy Kyle. That's really niche. I was trying to go. I was yeah. trying to provide famous examples, um, like uh, you know, I'm sure there's more out there. But um, look up, look up, Kyle. <laughs> go find Kyle. <laughs> go find Kyle. That's all you need to know. Uh, no, I understand. What made you uh, bring this up? Just were you just pondering this? Uh, just got to of- just got to thinking mainly about the cast. I'm like, we do a podcast, a comedy cast, and it's all audio. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like the old joke, like, yeah, I have a face for radio. Yeah. Well <laughs> we've hey, got a couple faces for radio. <laughs> you know, but sooner than later we're gonna start doing video. Yeah. And then the world is gonna see us for who we are. Yeah, and that can piss them off to high heaven. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to see Nate slugging back Guinnesses, just throwing out wild opinions. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've crushed three so far, and I haven't eaten today, and I'm feeling a little light. <laughs> First time in 10 years. <laughs> 21 uh, years, but thank you. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be a while before you're 22. Yeah, maybe, maybe next year will be more fun than, than turning 21 this year. Uh, you got any big uh, Thanksgiving plans? Well, can can we say? Can can we say what we're doing? I mean, I would hope so. I mean, like we're we're gonna be breaking some rules, Charlie. What what ru- The curfew. We're under curfew, Charlie. Or we you know, you don't break the curfew if you stay where you are. I guess that's fair. Wait, no, I don't think yeah. that's – it's actually – I'm pretty sure it's a stay-at-home, like yeah, – Wait, you are – oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, let's <laughs> let it rip. If DeWine listens to the cast, then <laughs> – Charlie, <laughs> we're both coming from – we're coming from red counties. <laughs> we're going to a red county. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got, a, we got a nice old Friendsgiving plan tomorrow. Uh, yeah, there's no well, – okay. <laughs> We just talked about how we're going to follow rules, and if they make them, we're going to listen. But this is an exception. Fuck the rule. No, the rule, I hadn't heard about it. Um, 
Yeah. No, this was planned. This was in the calendar before the rule. That it's right. a uh, it's a null and void type situation. Yeah. Now, if we plan this you yesterday, court. now that would be terrible. That would be. Yeah. Terrible. We've but, had uh, this on the books for a while. Yeah, Friendsgiving coming up. I'm gonna do Thanksgiving with my parents. Um, just because they make some fucking. Well, not just because, but they make some good ass fucking food. Be ashamed. Come in, grab a plate. Cancel because of COVID. <laughs> You're going to be like, uh, screw you people. I'm just here for the food. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love my family, though. But they they throw together some fucking delicious Thanksgiving meals, man. I How do you feel about the non-traditional Thanksgiving dinner? I'm all here for it. Because it, it takes it takes a – well, it de- depends on what you're, you're calling as non-traditional. But to me, Thanksgiving doesn't have to be just – a fucking turkey, because one, I don't, I don't fuck with turkey, to be honest. Dude, turkey's like the weakest meat. It, it's definitely the weakest bird. It just there's just a lot of meat on it, as far I as only birds. Eat like two other birds, or one other bird. Yeah, chicken. I eat turkey and chicken. Ducks good though. I don't. I'm not a duck guy. Goose is good. I don't. Um, I don't do anything gamey. Um, but yeah, turkey is like you have to be really good at fucking making turkey for it to be a good turkey and my parents can make a good turkey that doesn't it's not dry right yeah no it's good for a turkey but at the end of the day it's uh, i'd rather have a chicken yeah i'd rather have a chicken i'd rather have lasagna i'd rather have a ham i'm a ham guy i when i mean non-traditional i'm thinking like toss out all the old rules of turkey mashed potatoes stuff that's fun and just bring in like i don't know maybe steak Pizza. Yeah, I've like had, a homemade, had like artisan pizzas or like a like a lasagna bake. Yeah, maybe a little spaghetti and meatball, something like that. Like a non-traditional, you know, maybe a nice salad. Yeah, my pops know. has whipped up some steaks and some salads and shit for Thanksgiving too. We're not um, for me. Thanksgiving is being around people you give a shit about and eating delicious food. Shall we say what we're thankful for? You ever get that? <laughs> I love your the- family do that. You no, know, no. Well, I think I, my family doesn't do. I've I've gone to one dinner where they're like, "Want to say what you're thankful for?" And I was like, "I can't think of anything now." <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a good mood until you just said that. Right. Um, <laughs> it's all gone downhill from here. Um. Yeah. Thanksgiving is uh, for me. It's just fucking eat up with the people you give a shit about, no matter what it is. As long as it's fucking tasty, enjoy it. Right. I won't say grace. I won't do it. I won't either. We don't do that. That's not how my family don't do that. My family does, but I don't. Do yeah, I'm a, well. <laughs> you ever get forced into like a prayer type situation? Every time I eat with them. <laughs> and then there's like one other person who also is like, I don't want to do this. So yeah, like, you're looking you're at like, them like. Look up and you make eye contact with them and you're both Kind of laugh a little. Get a load of this shit. Yeah, get a little giggle. <laughs> I am respectful. I'm quiet. I'll cross my hands and I'll I'll act like I'm I'm enjoying what they're saying. But in the meantime, I'm just like, God damn, that food looks good. Can we wrap this up? <laughs> I just sit there. Do they do a long like a long uh, whatever a prayer? It's long for me because I'm fucking hungry and there's a plate of food in front of me. They're saying one, so yes, it's a bit long. <laughs> <laughs> I'd prefer no prayer. So anything past no prayer is long, but. The food is still enticing the whole time. I'm like, just fucking wrap it up, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Not He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I like Thanksgiving just because of, you know, you get to be around your family. But I, I don't know. Like, that's not how I like to eat. I don't like, like, a big dinner. I do. I, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, I do, but I don't like to eat in front of people. I do. Usually Thanksgiving dinner, I'll do like one plate and then I'll just have a bunch of leftovers. Do you know what's bothersome? Do you get the same thing that I get? Because, you know, we're, we're both bigger guys. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm a bigger guy, Charlie. <laughs> you ever get like uh, when you're eating around a, a group of people that's like not immediately your family, like extended family or like just a different group of people and you're loading up your plate and they'll, uh, they'll come up to you and they'll be like, hey. If you want more, there's plenty left out there. Oh, that's the like, worst. I'm like, dude, just I grabbed what I'm comfortable with eating. Just because I'm a big guy doesn't mean I can eat the whole kitchen's worth of shit. 
hey, there's plenty, plenty out there to feed. You know, however many stomachs you have, just go for it. <laughs> Fuck you, oh, man. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I eat like a normal person. I just I got a slow metabolism. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't, I'm not Andre the Giant. I'm not going to drink 64 beers after this and then go. Right. I, I, no, I completely get where you're coming from. I hate when people do that. Just let me eat or maybe just do a general, you know, anybody. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody, help yourself. As much as you want, there's plenty. Yeah, it's not Don't like come ev- up to me and do a one-on-one. <laughs> Everybody gets one plate except for Nate and Charlie. They get two plates. Um, so make sure you leave enough because they're going to be hungry after one plate. You guys are going to be full, but they're going to be hungry. Uh, so make sure you leave them leftovers. You ever get this? You ever get uh, when someone – you're going for the last uh, whatever it may be on the yeah. plate, and then they always offer it to me. Yeah. Instead of, I'm the only, not like anybody want this last one. They'd be like, Charlie, this, this is you if you want it. I'm like, I don't need it, man. I'm not going to go hungry. If I ate before hungry. I came. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have to eat this shit. <laughs> I'm full. No, I'm good, man. Uh, no, I don't. I, I honestly don't really like, I love going out to dinner with like, good friends or family or whatever, but I don't like eating yeah. people. Like if yeah. if like my roommate has friends over, I gotta go in the room. I can't eat around people. I hate it. Yeah, I feel like they're monitoring me or something. Well, <laughs> they might be if they're gonna fucking. You know, it seems like everybody's monitoring what you eat when you're around different people. Just just for the fact that they're gonna try to offer you more. Well, I also I should be fair. I monitor too. Like I don't know why I'm acting like I don't. Like, <laughs> is he going for another peep? what the fuck is this guy doing (laughs) because here's what happens in my apartment a lot of the time um and this is this is this is the biggest uh transgression in in my book Mm -hmm. is someone comes over it's an acquaintance i wouldn't even call them it's not like you coming over this is like an acquaintance i'm friendly with them but they're not my friend and then i got something on and they do the smells good in here And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, I made this. And they're like, looks good, too. I'm like, right? You want some, don't you? <laughs> and then I'm like, and then I give it like a five-second pause before I throw out the fake, uh, you know, if you want to play, yeah. go for it. And they're like, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> don't challenge the fake offer because now you're yeah. making me lie to you twice. <laughs> Right, and then he's like, uh, "Oh, yeah, I'll have a plate." And then, Damn it. <laughs> and then automatically, I'm like, "All right, yeah, it's one plate though." I made, I made plate. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's four plates. Yeah, they're like, "Man, that Charlie, that was delicious." And you're like, <sighs> "I wish I would have got to try some." Yeah. <laughs> that happened to me. I made like a huge batch of chili once. I got two yeah. bowls of chili out of it. That's fucking sad. I made three racks of ribs. I got three ribs. Oh my god! And it wasn't for like a party. It was just people picking at the food that I was too stupid to offer them. Yeah, that's the biggest transgression in my book. Yeah, well, that that falls on you because you're 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 a hosty guy. At the end of the day, you're 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 a damn good host. Well, I appreciate that, but yeah, I I do like I feel weird if I don't offer people food and drink when they come over. Right. But an appropriate amount. <laughs> Next time I come over, I'm going to be fucking scared and <laughs> scared no, to say yes. <laughs> man, that's when I, I, like, you're different. Like, I mean, like an acquaintance, but also I'm not trying to get you ready for hibernation, you know, just right. enough to hold you over. Yeah. That's also you're not more sleeping for six months in a cave after this. You can go home <laughs> and have some of your own food too. I'm yeah. giving you a taste. I'm basically just giving you the food so I can brag about how good at cooking I am. Right. <laughs> this isn't even about you. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is all me. This is more, <laughs> this is more for me, bro. <laughs> uh, well, I think we have hit our time. You got anything else? Nothing of substance. I'm starting to, I'm starting to get a little. Uh, <laughs> You're starting to feel substanced. Um, I gotta fucking Ch- Chang help me out, so I gotta <laughs> Chang, yeah. Chang pulled through. I gotta get a hold of get a hold yeah, you of. You gotta Chang. finish your quiz and 
Well, we already plugged the socials, but I'll just say just a brief, you know, go follow the You Took It Too Far on uh, all the socials. And then, like we said, leave a review. Give us, uh, give us a little fan interaction if you're listening. I've had several people reach. Don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting. I should have uh, prefaced that. I'm not discrediting the people that have recently texted me. Uh, I've had a few different people be like, hey, listen to the show. Or, mm-hmm. hey, thanks for, you know, good show. You know, I really appreciate anyone doing that. But, you know, if you want us to bring up something on the cast is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, feel free to reach out. Um, yeah. Follow our personals. New episode every Friday. Like Hell, it, maybe. I know, I know you, you guys listening are not going to uh, abide by the current rules. So when you see your friends, when you see your family, tell them about the podcast, huh? Not a bad idea. You know, skip over politics, skip over everything that might be controversial and go to, hey, I know these two guys that are so funny. They'll get you through your ride to work like that. Yeah. Um, it, you know, enjoy your, your Friendsgivings, your Thanksgivings, um, eat some damn good food and, and talk about the show. It's yeah. If They're it's worth a listen to you, it's worth a listen to them, right? And there might not be an episode next Friday, depending. It is a holiday. That is true. That is true. Uh, so we're not, we haven't decided on that, but if we don't see you next week, we'll, we will for certain see the Friday after that. Uh, yeah. Everyone stay safe out there. Just take it easy, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Relax. All right. Just relax. But don't forget to, to, to plug our, our shit for us. No. Yeah. Relax while you're relaxing. Say, Hey, this podcast is great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We will see you next time on. You took it too far.